My guest for this show is a visionary for change. Charlotte White has been inspiring youth for over a decade now. She became a mother twice as a teenager. However, she has been able to harness the power from within to become a powerful speaker who inspires and instructs students to transform their confidence and walk in victory. Charlotte is now a successful businesswoman, the author of two books, and the mother of three boys. Known in the creative space as Charlotte the Challenger, she now challenges others to walk in the education arena. She has made it her life work to help students transition so that they can be real life challengers in their communities. Hello listeners, this is Davina. I am the Relationship Guru. I am the host of the Relationship Guru podcast. It is a podcast for people who want to expand their minds about relationships. It is a show for people who are looking for spiritual, practical, and psychological insight to learn and grow about all types of relationships. Welcome back to another episode with the Relationship Guru. I am delighted to be back with another podcast for you. I am excited to bring you another episode of the Relationship Guru podcast. Today's topic is a Q&A with Ms. Charlotte White on single life and dating. This is a two-part podcast, so tune in and listen for part two coming soon in the future. So let's get into these questions right now for part one on single and dating. everybody so this is ask the relationship guru and so we are meeting today with miss charlotte the challenger and i'm so delighted to have this opportunity to speak with her so i'm gonna let her tell you a little bit about how we came to do this so charlotte take the floor hey guys i am charlotte the challenger challenging others to win um, I met Davina Wellington at a studio. So we've been connected ever since. This was in 2019, I believe. No, yeah. 2018. 2018. 2018 or 2020? It was 2020. Okay. Yeah. If you say so. I, I feel like it was earlier than that, but okay. I'll go with that. It's 2020 and um uh I watched some of her shows and I was like, okay. So I've been single since 2019 and this year, this month, November, actually make two years. And so I have questions. I've been out the game, out the loop. And so uh, I, I was like, I need help. I need a coach. I need someone to really like, how does this work again? Sure. And how do I not get so connected emotionally? Um, too fast. Uh, that's like one of the questions, but, um, yeah, that's basically how we came up with this. So relationship guru. Hey, I'm here to help as much as my knowledge and experience will let me. 
Um, you know, I am not an, an expert, so to speak. I do have a lot of life experience and I do have a lot of knowledge experience in relationships um, and developing them, you know, work as a life coach, um, have a long history of doing this, uh, both in a spiritual and religious sect as well as outside. So yeah, let's, let's get to it. Let's fire our questions away. What's your first question? Okay, first question is, um, since I talked about emotionally, um, how not to get emotionally attached too fast? Um, so for me, I don't want it to go fast because I want to be friends first this time around if I meet that significant other that, you know. So how do you not get emotionally attached too fast? Um, that is a good question. Um, I generally um, tend to think that um, establishing your own self-personal boundaries works best first. So you, you have to know what you're looking for in that significant other um, before you get emotionally attached. Sometimes we do the other one first. Sometimes we are um, deciding that we like a person without checking to see what the expectations are and if they meet your criteria. Am I making sense? Yes. So as an example, um, sometimes we often will meet a person and say, hey, I like you. And, you know, you get emotionally involved, you may get sexually involved. And then you find out that they, they may not have money in the bank, or now you're looking at them kind of differently, or, um, you know, maybe some other things you find out about them that, you know, you don't like, but now you feel like, well, I've invested some kind of emotions in this person and um, I've maybe had sex with this person and now I feel like I have to keep going along with that. So then you allow yourself to continue to be emotionally attached. So one way to definitely do is to set those personal boundaries with yourself. Meaning um, if you, some people set a timeline, um, some people have a checklist, um, some people just decide that this is what we are going to do and be connected and go with it. So whatever works best for you, however you slow yourself down in other areas. So um, I do like to do an emotional budget. Um, and an emotional budget looks like, okay, does this, do I know enough about this person to invest my emotions into? Um, is this going to be a good investment for me, so to speak? So an emotional budget will kind of keep you on pace um, from feeling that too soon, too fast. So I did that answer your question? It did. It really <laughs> did. I want to know more about that, um, the budget, emotionally budget. So I'm yeah, sure you so when, once you decide what you're looking for in a, in a significant other, um, then you can set up your emotional budget. So as an example, if this person meets all of your criteria, you like the way he looks, you like the way he smells, you like the way he walks and talks, 
um, all of those things, um, then you may want to take it to another level and take it to the next step to decide, okay, do I want to spend more time with this person? So now I'm investing a little bit more emotions. So then as you start to learn about them, taking your time and asking those questions to learn about them, um, then you can decide how much time and how much emotion you want to invest in that person. I know it sounds like money, but our emotions are connected to us. So they have value. So that's why I explain it that way. Perfect. I think that's perfect. Okay. Did that further answer your question? It did. All right. Yeah. So yeah, set your emotional budget and decide what you, you know, if this person is um, meeting your criteria and if you are wanting to spend more time with them so you can slow yourself down or speed yourself up. You know, you may, you may decide that, you know, you want to move a little bit quicker or you both may decide that. So making sure you're on the same page with that um, too is important. Okay, perfect. Right, thank you for So, hey, listening audience, what did you think about that question? Or what did you think about my answer? Um, go to any of my social media pages at The Relationship Guru or my website um, at therelationshipguru.org. You can email me there. Um, I'd like to know, you know, what you thought, what your comments, if you thought that answer made sense, if you thought that was a good question. So listening audience, let me know what you thought about that one. We're going to jump back into the next question. So we are back um, continuing the conversation on relationships and you know, ask the relationship guru still here with Miss Charlotte, the challenger. The crowd goes wild. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, tell everybody a little bit about what you do. Okay. I am an author, um, a speaker. Um, I, for five years, I was helping people write their first book through Amazon, self-published through Amazon. And now I'm back promoting myself and promoting my books and the things that I'm doing. All right. Where can people find you? Um, on Instagram, I am Charlotte the Challenger and all my products is there in the bio. And same on Facebook. I am Charlotte White on Facebook. Okay. And my link to everything that I have is in the bio. Very well, very well. All right, so we're going to get into another Ask the Relationship Guru challenge question. So, Miss Charlotte, fire away. Okay, so the next question is, um, should a woman ask a man for an allowance? An um, allowance. That is an interesting question to me. Should a woman ask a man for an allowance? Is so there eggs keep asking, you know? So I feel like an allowance is, is this, are you thinking that this is for maintenance, like hair, nails? What is, what is, what is, what is the, purpose of the allowance? Someone shared, like I've been talking to other people and someone said I should ask for allowance. So, well, I won't have to ask. So I guess it will be whatever I needed, whatever I wanted. Instead of saying, oh, I want this purse or I want these shoes, 
just I already have the money for that. So does this allowance change on a weekly, daily, monthly basis? How does that work? Have, have you heard it working? I heard it working like weekly. Okay. And I heard it working as you can ask, like say for instance, they ready to be in a committed relationship. Then you tell them, hey, I would like to have an allowance. Okay. Um, that, that still is an interesting question for me. Um, I personally would not recommend that. I don't see that being um, a good thing because when you start requiring stuff then and you're paying for stuff on a regular basis then some ownership mm-hmm. of a person comes in that in their mind especially probably in the mind of most men so if you're thinking you need you need to ask for an allowance in a non-committed relationship um probably not a good idea um but you know for those people that do that that is your preference I personally don't see it as beneficial because what if you know the thing that I want might be four weeks worth of an allowance Mm -hmm. so how do I do I then save that money for four weeks and wait it out or are there other ways to get that thing done Um, and if I am building and growing and in a exclusive relationship with another person, I don't see the need for an allowance personally, um, because we are putting our things together and, um, we're looking at our finances together. Now, will I accept those love gifts? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I accept, you know, those types of things that um, you want to give me. Absolutely. Will I express what I like and what I want? Absolutely. But to put it in the form of allowance, I guess, sets it up in my mind um, as I remember when my parents gave me an allowance. And in order to get my allowance, I had to do housework and cleaning and get good grades and um, all of those things. And so when I hear people say that, that puts me in that mindset. So Mm -hmm. that's just my personal preference. Um, And I feel like an allowance can be given and it can be taken away based on performance, (laughs) based (laughs) on what you do. and so, yeah, that that puts that in that mindset for me. Um, and I don't really want to have to depend on that um, that financial allowance for the things that I want. I want to be able to know that either you want to give me those things out of love, or I can we can work together to get those things that I desire and that that other person desires, that significant other desires. So that kind of answers that question for me um, in my mind. What are your thoughts? Oh, my thoughts now, uh, I feel that, you know, I don't want to ask. I never did want to ask. And um, I would want a person to just give to me, just, you know, because I can handle everything else, my bills and hair and nails and all that stuff. But I would like, 
for them to say, hey, I get your nails done this week or hey, um, I saw this for you and I want, you know, I thought about you when I saw it, stuff like that. And I feel like if I'm not getting that, I feel like some type of way. Yes. Now I, you know, I can understand that. And those are love gifts, gifts of appreciation, just thinking about you, those types of things. But I'm thinking um, in terms of an allowance, okay, so what if my bills exceed more than I need for that allowance that week? Do I ask for more? Do I work with what I have? What if I have major car repairs or major house repairs? Um, do I use my allowance for that? I mean, <laughs> I just, that is that is a, a, a interesting term for, for me to do. Um, now big ticket items, if it's something that, um, I'm looking to purchase on a big ticket item, I have a different language, especially if I'm in an exclusive relationship or with a significant other, then I'm asking, okay, when can we work this into the budget? What does, you know, when can this happen? And when can we sit down and figure out when we can purchase this item? So um, it could be a, a bag or whatever, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I think the language is important and the language um, sets up the tone for how you are treated. And the word of mm-hmm. a, allowance just kind of bothers me a little bit. <laughs> it really does. It, it takes me back to my childhood where, you know, I had the note on the refrigerator and had to get the boxes checked or if I took out the trash or if I washed the dishes or mm-hmm. and when I'm in a relationship or dating somebody I I I don't want you deciding if my boxes are checked before I get my allowance right <laughs> so yeah so that answers I mean that for me that's just um that question I don't know if that answers that for you yeah, um, I can, you know what, when you was talking, I can see that for a mom, a stay-at-home mom or something. I can see that for her, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, got to manage the house, then plus whatever she wants or something. This yeah. is for her, that the husband would do. I can see that for her. I could see that too. I could see that too. That's a great question. So I hope, you know, other listeners out there, people who are watching this video, um, don't take offense to that. I am not, you know... Uh, trying to judge anybody if you ask for an allowance and it's working for you go get it do what you do and my disclaimer is it's just a question yeah. <laughs> yes I heard, I heard another person who shared it with me and I'm like huh okay let me ask the relationship guru what she thinks yes so. that's just not the type of terminology I would personally use um in any of my relationships um whatso- whatsoever so you know, but that's a good question. Well, so we'll be back um, with another question soon. Well, you know, maybe. Here we go. Well, that's my time for now. Until next time, remember, sweet relationships refresh the soul. Be the sugar in someone's life. Life is too sweet to be bitter. 
So make your relationships matter. Drop in next week for another insightful episode from the Relationship Guru. Thank you for listening today. And I'd like to leave you with this thought from me. Being single is definitely better than being miserable with the wrong person. Peace and love. More of the above, beautiful people. Ciao for now. Hello, Miss Davina. Thank you so much for bringing up this subject. You know, um, at my age, yes, my metabolism is slowing down and I'm noticing the weight gain. Um, but most of my friends my age, their children are adults. And I, because I had my kids later in life, I'm experiencing raising teenagers. So not only do I have this lower metabolism that's creeping up on me, um, my cortisol levels are higher simply because of that time of raising teenagers. And I've noticed I've had to be a lot more intentional about stress relief tactics and very consistent as well.